Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter, a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each two week, two friends who happen to be hairstylists break down our week in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Anna Schrader. And today we are going to talk about time, time management, how to deal with people not respecting our time and how it affects us in behind the chair and in our jobs. Absolutely. So Anna, every week we start our podcast, building a beautiful bouquet of roses. So if you're new here, we talk about a rose and a thorn of our week. And Anna, I would love to hear what your rose and thorn are this week. Mm. So my rose, I got to go skiing today and yesterday. It's been really nice and working at work has been really good. Just a really quality group of people that like sat in my chair and um maybe another rose would be i took my cat to the vet today and everything is good all his tests came back like flying colors he's healthy (laughs) little buddy (laughs) tell everyone what happened after you got home from oh my gosh (laughs) is that your rose or your thorn for the day yeah, well, yes, that could be my thorn. I felt so bad. My poor kitty is so has so much anxiety going to the vet already as it is, and he goes in his kit, cat carrier. I do everything possible. He gets like anxiety medication, everything, but he still is like so traumatized by going in his kennel. And he was meow, meow, meowing, and finally I was just I was coming into my door and I'm like balancing a bunch of things I have him in my hand I have my coffee mug in one hand and I've forgotten to close like the lid to my coffee mug I'm opening the door and as I do that all my coffee spills on the cat carrier (laughs) thankfully the coffee was not hot it was like lukewarm and um, it was really funny because he actually didn't meow for once he was like silenced and I I thought I was like (laughs) Maybe it didn't get on him, but the whole cat carrier was like covered and dripping. I'm like, well, maybe it just didn't like seep through the holes. And I let him out, and he was just like all <laughs> he fuzzy. <looked> so <laughs> pitiful. It was honestly, it was adorable, but he oh. looked like so pissed off at you. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that it was just like coffee and it wouldn't like affect his fur, but. Apparently I used more creamer than I thought because he was like a (laughs) sticky matted mess. (laughs) So not only did he have to go to the vet, but he got spilled, he got coffee dumped all over him and now he smells like French vanilla. But yeah, that was a rose and a thorn for today. Oh, I guess another rose. Okay. This is a, so I was skiing and it was amazing. I was feeling empowered, if you can imagine. Like this, it was cross country skiing. So I'm in the woods and I'm like admiring the trees. And there's this little section where it like breaks and you go through this field and then it goes right back into the woods again. But that field is like super windy. And I just felt like so empowered and like so strong. I was like pushing through the wind. It was like, I felt like a superwoman. And then all of a sudden, like with the snow, there was a big drift and I round the corner to go back in the woods and it's like kind of goes downhill. (laughs) I caught the drift and my skis just like somehow turned sideways and I like on my belly like a penguin. (laughs) (laughs) I was 
snow all up on my face and I'm like looking around <laughs> like no one no one saw me but I was just like okay that's just like took me down a side mother nature really has just said you need to humble yourself humble yourself you're not that cool <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, that was funny. And thankfully I did not get hurt. So my, my hand's a little sore, but it's fine. All is good. Okay, good. Good, good, yeah. good. How, how about you, Hunter? Tell me about your week. Anything exciting oh to report? Oh my gosh. Exciting things to report. Um, so I went shopping today mm-hmm. and this is my rose. They, I went to Nordstrom because I wanted a specific fragrance. And they're always sold out. And they're always sold out of the travel sizes, should I say. Um, Because she's bougie, but she's also on a budget. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So... (laughs) Can you share with us what scent it is? It is uh, Tom Ford Black Orchid. It is the most... Oh my, it's just... When you smell it, when I smell it, it just makes me happy. Sounds expensive. It it is extremely expensive. But I I would say rightfully so. Yeah, it does. Yes, and I like to wear it to work. I can wear one squirt, and it lasts all day. And I smell good for my clients because I'm we're in people's faces. You don't want to be sneaky. Yeah. Uh, So that was a rose. They had it. It was the first oh. time they ever had it, and I didn't have to so order this, it online. Is this the kind that comes in like a like a five milliliter thing? Yeah, or it's is like, it the, like a couple ounces? like a roller ball almost. Oh, but okay, it's, nice. Instead of the ball, it's a squirt. So it's the roller okay. ball size, but it's just a squirt. I like instead. those. You can throw them in your purse and go. Yes, yes. I have a lot um, of clients who are very sensitive to smell, so I try not to wear a whole lot. So that's why and, I like this one. It's really, oh, it's natural. faint. It, yeah, it's like faint, but also packs a punch. It's like, hmm. y- you can smell me, but it's not offensive. It doesn't, I haven't had anyone so far be like, hey, you are very strong. Hmm. Yeah. DK, I think it's, is it D-K-Y-N? Is that what how, what it is? That DKNY? Yeah, that's what it is. They have a they have a scent that I really really love. So I might treat myself, go get some new scent. But anyways, go on. Tell me more about your shopping uh, experience. Yes. I'm so happy that you got that. It's always <laughs> nice when you are like, oh, they're not gonna have it, and then you go in and you're pleasantly surprised. Yeah, my my thorn. You know, I saw someone salting the parking lot today, and that normally means ice. So I'm going to say that's my thorn. Mm. Because it's, I don't think I mentioned how I hated the cold in the last episode, and I just needed to, (laughs) I needed to reiterate how much I hate the cold. We're so different because I, although the cold, I'm not like, I don't love it. It does make me feel intense and alive like when I it is super cold I'm like wow there's like a certain kind of power to like survival in this you know Uh uh-huh so have you seen the edit I think it's uh Kourtney Kardashian there's a little YouTube snippet of the Kardashians on vacation and every 
frame, Courtney is saying, oh my God, the sun. Ugh, the sun just gives me life. I just <laughs> love the sun. Aren't you guys so happy the sun's out today? That's, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, the that's sun... also me in the summer though too. And here, because mm-hmm. we just get so little of it, but. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I hate the cold and I think it, I guess we're due for some ice tonight. And that's a thorn. Oh, you know, um, some tips for ice, <laughs> some things you have to think about with salt and ice. One is that if you have little fur babies that are walking around on, on salt, it can be really damaging to their paws because it makes them colder. Oh, so if it's not pet safe, so just make sure you're like being aware of those, you know, if they're doing a little like foot dance thing. Well, we live in like a community and the community does it. Okay. Do they just ice the sidewalks? The sidewalks um, and the, the sidewalks. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure that the little puppers have um, stuff on their feet. You can buy like a salve for their feet or put booties on them. And then the other thing that salt does is it destroys the bottom of your vehicle. So, oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. It is so, so bad. Bring your car in to get, like, the undercarriage washed. Like, frequently? Yeah. I tell Bradley you that. does that all the time. Good for him. I was going to say, I tell you that, but I never do it, so. Oh, okay, okay. So it's, like, not going to kill me if I don't. <laughs> no, no, but okay. it is, a lot of people around here will drive, like, to southern states to buy their vehicles because it's just a well-known thing that salt just eats away at vehicles here in the north. But if the salt's going to eat it away anyway, I guess you get longer if it's new in the South? Yeah, exactly. Because, well, if you're buying used. If they're buying used vehicles. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'll go get a car wash tomorrow. I'm off work. Yeah. And don't buy a used car from the North. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. Okay, so would you like to introduce the topic today? Yeah, so we in this industry, when we were in hair school, I'm sure you all have heard it a million times and maybe in whatever industry you're in, you probably hear it also, but time is money. And that is like drilled into our head. Work faster, work faster. Mm -hmm. If you can work faster, you'll get paid more. And there's like a certain amount of toxicity that goes with that. And I think absolutely. Yeah. And people are realizing that time is very important, but you also need to give yourself like time to rest and recuperate and time is important no matter what, but it doesn't always mean like money is not always the end goal. But in our industry, it is very important because we don't schedule, some people schedule breaks for yourself. And if that's you, bravo, like literally good job. Like that should be applauded. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm so guilty of not taking breaks in the day. Yeah. Because I, it's time is money. And, you know, time is out of everything in life. Time is the one thing you can't get back. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, I feel, is why people get so offended, rightfully so, when people don't respect their time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when what? So if you're not scheduling yourself breaks and people are not respecting your time, you don't get a break, right? Right. So where are your breaks in the day and where, like, how do you manage your time? There you go. Are you asking me that question? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so my breaks in the day are typically during a processing time if I'm not double booked. Okay. Or because I do not intentionally schedule breaks in my day. Mm -hmm. Because there's always time within the day, even if you are double booked for those of you who don't double book, even if you are double booked, there's always a time in the day, most days that you can chill for a second. Um, so as far as when my breaks are, it's whenever I have that chill moment, you know? Okay. And so I'm just really practically- intentional. If I have that chill moment in the day, I'm just really intentional that I'm using that for me mm-hmm. for like me so and those only of, me those of you who are listening that aren't hairdressers this is like five minutes in between clients or while you're standing over a color bowl like mixing color that's your break yes. if you're not scheduling your break. break and it it's so it's very precious to us those little like snippets of time to maybe sit down or take a drink of water and I've gotten to the point where my time is valuable and if someone's someone comes five minutes early awesome it's great I used to rush out there and get going 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 but now Mm -hmm. I'm like okay well I have five minutes I need to hydrate and find something to eat and oh I forgot I have to pee (laughs) yeah so it's like so you do all those things at the same time (laughs) sometimes (laughs) But sometimes you have I mean, to. There are days where it really is that crazy, but mm-hmm. there are also days where you do get lots of breaks. But how do you handle it when you have a client who is not respecting that time? Okay. So if a guest is late to their appointment, right? Okay. There are things that may happen on their way to the appointment. There's things that you can be understanding of. So that happens the first time. Great. Awesome. I understand. Let's get rolling. You know, I would explain to someone like your appointment was 10, 15 minutes ago and maybe I won't have time to completely style your hair today because I will need to get on to my next guest who has an appointment reserved. The second time that this happens is when I would feel disrespected. My time would feel disrespected. Does that make sense? No, yeah, definitely. I I completely agree with you. And I think that's a good way of handling it by just being honest and saying, and usually people are very um, apologetic and understanding. And they're like, oh, definitely don't worry about it. Don't even worry about washing it. But, you know, you don't want it to go so far where it like ruins their cut and their experience. Right, right. And, but I think it's important to, to let them know that they are late. Yeah. Does that make... So, if a guest is running behind and they're super apologetic, I would always say, you know, totally fine. Let's get rolling on this. You know? 
we are gonna have to modify some things a little bit. We'll do what we can and yes. and next time just make sure you're here so I can give you the full experience. Exactly. But if it becomes a pattern the second time, uh, it's gonna be more, the first time was more of like a warning slash don't do that again. Second time that it happens is when I get a little frustrated and I'll have, we have coordinators at our front desks. So I would have them send an email with, uh, our salon has like a cancellation late policy email that's sent out. So I would say, go ahead and let them know about the late policy. So then it's not coming from me. It sounds a little bit more serious. And that third time, that's whenever we enact late fees and cancellation fees. Oh, that's, honestly, that's great. That's good. Uh, We don't have that in our salon and I mean, it's good to have policies like that because then you're not just picking on them. It's like, this is our policy. And most people will understand. It's not like you're being mean. It's just how it works. It is. And you know, there are most doctor's offices, you have to pay for your a deposit for your de- appointment. Most dentist offices, massage therapists, chiropractors. Why is it that people feel almost offended if a salon asks for a deposit or if a salon is saying, hey, you missed your appointment time, so we're going to charge you for that. Mm-hmm. And I know at least in, in if you're going to have a policy like that, it needs to be known from the beginning of the appointment, from the first phone call. Our system, whenever you book an appointment, sends it to you in a text message, in an email, any form of contact that we have. And it sends it like three or four times before your appointment. Mm. Yeah, that's it's good that we're talking about this because I you forget about it until it's happened. And then you're annoyed and you're like, okay, why am I? I really have no right to be annoyed unless I have a system in place to deal with this. So you can kind of put out those fires before they happen. Absolutely. So I have a question. Do you have a late fee or a cancellation fee or a no-show fee? We have, so our, our no-show fee is, uh, basically three strikes and you're out. Not out, out, but like, so the first time it happens, warning, second time, we understand, but third, it's like, okay, you need to make a deposit and you have, you have, if you want to cancel, it has to be within the week of your appointment. Does that, okay. So if you have to give us 24 hours of notice right? and it has to be, it can't be like the day of appointment. If you cancel the day of appointment, we still mark it as a no show. We understand things happen, but even if you, even if it's the night before and you call and leave a message, the person who's opening has time to look at our cancellation and fill your spot. But right. if it's if 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 it if it's less than like that, then it's like well, then you lose money. You you don't have you're not working a full day. And yeah, and I think that's in, a really big big deal when you're working with like a couple hour appointments, even like 
sometimes we book people three to four hours and that's half your day. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was the second episode that we talked about how hairdressers get paid. But just to reiterate on that for our non-hairdresser listeners, if we're not working, we're not getting paid. So we're not charging fees or asking you to put down a deposit for your appointment, a non-refundable deposit for your appointment because we're greedy and we just want money. It's because if someone doesn't show up to their appointment or they're late to their appointment, we don't get paid for that right appointment and the salon so the salon takes the hit but at least the salon at least the stylists are getting paid so if they're paying 50 percent of their appointment that 50 percent goes to the stylist mm-hmm. the salon will not get paid for those hours but the stylist will at least have a paycheck yes so um and it's it took significantly a- less than what mm-hmm. it would be if you showed up to your appointment Right. But we're still making an hourly rate if yeah. we are getting no-showed, essentially. And, and so, but that doesn't cover the first two times that they do it. So that's the right. third time. So you still are, you, you've already taken a hit. and Third time, and bitch, are... my feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. My, exactly. <laughs> my feelings are hurt. Right. Because we all understand, like, sometimes I'll have a no-show and, and I'm worried. Because I, I, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope everything's okay. I hope that they, you know, my mind always goes there. Like, hope they didn't get in an accident. I hope that their family's mm-hmm. okay. Girl, and- I had a, I had this girl that was no showing me. She's, she'd never no showed, and I do her whole entire family's hair. And I sure did text her mama. Mm-hmm. I said, and was she I said, okay? where? Yeah, she, she got into a fender bender, but she was oh. okay. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Your hairdresser is not the first person I would be concerned with calling if I had just gotten into a car accident. So, but do you ever you get were... those messages? Like you go into the salon and you listen to the message, and they, like people actually yeah. do. Like they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like crying on the phone, and you're like, oh dear God, now I'm crying. And <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's like it's the fact that you had the consideration and rewind. The fact that That's some people the, have that much respecting. consideration of our time to call us when they're in a crisis. That's that. Now that is like over the top and sweet and kind. And it makes me feel so valued, but also yes. sad because they're in crisis mode. But <clears throat> yes. So clients who are listening feel like you don't, if you're in crisis, <laughs> don't feel okay. like you have to call us first. Yes. We have like a level <laughs> of grace. Yes. <laughs> We're not always oh. mad and angry. Yeah. I just right? feel like right now with everything going on in the world, I'm having a lot more cancellations or no shows than yeah. ever. Than ever. Right. And we understand. And, it's, and, mm-hmm. and I think that, you know, people are sick. People's kids are sick and we get it. We a hundred percent get it. But if you just give us a little bit of time, for every cancellation that you have, you have like a bunch of other people who are waiting to get in. So we can, I mean, at least we can always we are... figure it out somehow, yeah. but like you didn't get sick 10 minutes before your hair appointment. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? If we know if like our half my day is canceled, well, guess what? I'm going to 
I'm going to give it myself an extra cup of coffee at home and snuggle mm-hmm. with my cat for another 20 minutes before I go into work. So and it is that's fine the and time dandy. that I want. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know in advance. And we love that. For sure. For sure. So what about vacation time? What do you do? Oh. Go ahead. Do you allow yourself a vacation? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have so, to think that is what re- that is what charges me. My uh, boss. Yes. My boss looked at all of us, all of the stylists, and she's like, "We need to find out what motivates everyone here." And I guess I'm not super motivated by my paychecks. I mean, I am obviously. I have to get paid, but I'm. I am motivated by my vacation time. I'm motivated mm-hmm. by travel. I'm motivated by the time I can like recharge, and that's. You know what? Okay. Let's just like kind of rewind a little bit. Okay. How long was your salon shut down during the pandemic? Or was a it total shut down? a total of 18 weeks? So that's like over three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For us, it was around that same time. And in that time, I realized that that time out of the salon, although initially it felt like a crisis because I had an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. I didn't know and what it to was do with my time. a crisis. Yeah. And yes. And I am so sorry for everyone who has, everyone went through that, powered through, we got through it. But um, after a while, I realized that I needed that time out of the salon to reboot my creative energy. Mm-hmm. And I was able to go back in the salon with so much more like creative energy. And so those vacations are what fuel me. It's like, I need that mm-hmm. space out of my normal, out of the routine, just going away, being inspired by culture, people, everything. Absolutely. You know, for me, the time off, it almost made me feel grateful mm-hmm. for being able to have this job that I love so much that it felt like something was being taken away from me by not being able to go. Mm. Whenever I went back to work, it was like every day since then. And I feel like right before the pandemic slash through the pandemic, I was going through a really hard time. Uh, I had just moved to a new city. Things didn't work out. And we're going to do an entire episode on it once we get some... Anna and I have to talk about it before we do an episode (laughs) on it. And I just feel like I had gotten so burnt out. Mm -hmm. Everything felt like, oh, I'm doing this again, going to work again, just trying to survive. And then once I got to go back to work every day since then feels like, oh my gosh, I get to go to work today and do all of these things. So vacation time to me is the same for you. It is recharge. It's so that I'm able to give my all whenever I go back to the salon. Right. And I do realize that's part of our generation. We're millennials. We Mm -hmm. love that time and we're, we're, Mm -hmm. we're charged by it. But I think, whereas like the generation, generation X and baby boomers and those ones, they are motivated to work, 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 work. And if you're not work, 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 then you're lazy. 
And right, but why we can't we do both? Exactly. And I feel like we have this healthy perspective. And I think that the pandemic really cracked that open to realize that like, we don't need to work, 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 work. Sometimes you need to take a break so you can be more productive at work and you can be more like successful in the hours that you are at work. So I do work hard and play harder, play harder. Yeah. So I do feel like that there are some positives in that. And I think that a lot of people are realizing the need to take breaks and let your mind reset. And I'm also reminded that it was, it took a couple of weeks for me to get out of that mindset of, to clear my mind. And usually vacation time is most people take less than a week to a week. And mm-hmm. sometimes it takes a little bit more time to get your mind to, for me personally, to get my mind out of the normal into a, like almost like a meditative state where I can like recharge. Right. Yeah. I always take a week. I take, I like to take a week, maybe every three months. Oh, nice. So once a quarter, take okay. a week, a week or a little less than a week, four or five days. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's plenty of time for me. Mm-hmm. But because I do it throughout the year, it feels special. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I like many vacations like that too, but I do I do find like I need more time. And also, side note, my family, half of them live like in very one of them lives in Turkey and the other one lives in Nepal. So if I want to go visit my family, it's like almost a whole week of travel to get there. Right. We've talked about that so, before. So it takes... Did we talk about it on... Yeah. It just I don't know if we recorded time. it, but I know that we've talked about it. So you need but more than a week. Some I've taken three weeks vacation and that's really unconventional for a hairdresser to do because it's really hard to catch up when you get back. And I will say mm-hmm. that the weeks before you go are extra stressful and then the weeks you get back are extra stressful and um sometimes I feel like I'm just tearing down everything that I built up with that extra break but when you do look back at it it's worth it and your clients will understand and if they don't then they will leave and mm-hmm. and they'll make you feel guilty for it but don't if that's what you need in your life do not feel guilty about taking that time for yourself Absolutely. If they are upset that you're taking time so that you can be better for them, then that's not a client that you want in your chair. And as hairdressers, I feel like there's a stigma of like, oh, you want all these numbers, like all so many clients in your chair and this and this and that. And why can't it be based off of the productivity that you're doing? Why does it have to be a numbers game? Yeah. Why mm-hmm. Why do you need so many clients? Just well, it goes back tickets. to that. It goes back to that toxic, like, um, mindset of like, time is money. Work, work, time work, is money. Work, 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 work. If you're not, if you're taking a break, then you're lazy, and that was kind of what was taught to us by the older generations which like there's some qualities to that too but I mean to each their own to each his own to each his own 
French, I believe. <laughs> okay, here's another thing with vacation time, though. I found even though your clients, they support you, they love you, when it comes time to booking an appointment and they can't get in with you and they hear that you're on a vacation, they do not like it. So Mm-mm. if you are answering the phone or if you have a receptionist or an assistant who is answering the phone, I like where we're going them, with this. <laughs> coach them on how to communicate with your another communicate with your clients so it doesn't sound because we just talked about how important it is to have a break but people don't get it in that moment when they can't get in to see you when they normally do they're going to be upset so they're going to be even more upset when they're like oh she's going to lay on a beach for a week so (laughs) coach coach your assistant to say unavailable she's unavailable just leave it at that mm-hmm. and if they pry you can say you they won't they just won't but they shouldn't I have just had clients i have had clients who like i love them dearly but i do kind of feel like i come back and they're like well how was your vacation i waited long enough for you and i understand <laughs> the frustration excuse me i definitely understand the frustration i get it and i still love you but it's like I wonder how that was communicated. Who told you I was going on a vacation? Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, let I feel me like... tell you about the vacation. <laughs> let me tell you all about how I feel so recharged. And I'm so happy to be behind the chair right now. Because then they're going to yes. be like, oh, great. Yes. I can't. I'm so happy to be your first guest back after vacation. Because mm-hmm. this is yeah. going to be the, the best hair I've ever had. Yeah. Exactly. I... I feel like my guests are always so excited to hear about things that I do. Like when I yeah. go on vacation and things like that. So I I don't know. I feel like I've gotten pretty lucky in that category. I oh. haven't had many people I get have upset. And I will say that I, like I said earlier, the ones that are upset are not my clients anymore. So I there have you go. my clients right now are I just love my clientele they're amazing and they I get them and they get me and I'm learning new things about them every single time and it's great but yeah so vacation time take it if you need it if you're motivated by not if you're someone that doesn't want to take vacation then just work your heart out and make that money (laughs) <laughs> I don't know very many people that don't like vacation, though. I do. I, really? I do. Not, not a whole lot, but I do know quite a few people who would rather not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if being you're... intentional and invest your time wisely. And that looks different to every everyone. But to yes. me, it looks like being present, making wise decisions in the present, that will positively affect you in the future. Absolutely, yeah. So being present, how to, like speaking about being present, how is it when you're at home and people are booking with you constantly at home? Like, I don't know about you, but I am like when I'm home, I'm home. And like And when I'm you're really at work, grateful. you're at work. Yes. And I'm really grateful for people who are trying to book with me when I'm at home, but I've gotten to a place where 
I just don't respond until I'm mm-hmm. back at work. You know, I would say we are booked and blessed, honey. Thank God for that, honestly. But it being hairstylist, I feel like the the relationships that we build with people, sometimes that line of professionalism is blurred for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it is just a stereotype of like, oh, this is my girl, Anna. She does my hair. She gets me looking good, yada, yada, yada. But this is what we do for a living, you know? Mm-hmm. So we don't want to work 24 seven. We want to work our schedule and go home and be home with our families and not yeah. for our babies. Exactly. <laughs> with that being said, if you are a new stylist and you're building your clientele, it might have to be that way. Or if you, you know, the hustle is real. System, yeah. So if that's what you, ha- what you have to do for a while to book your appointments, then absolutely no judgment. Cause that's like getting back to time investment, that's investing time that's going to better you, keep you busy at work. Because if you're not busy at work, then, you know. Exactly. So what I've been replying back with recently is, um, thanks so much for reaching out. I'm so excited that you want that you want me to do your hair. It works best to book an appointment with the salon. I send the salon's phone number. And this is something I have copied and pasted. If you want, and then I say, you know, if you want, I would love to see photos of what you would like. And so that I have them on my phone and I can get prepared for your hair appointment. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk all about it when you get your appointment set up. That's a great way of doing it. And I like that you have a copy and pasted message. Mm -hmm. And And I'll um, edit it, you know. (laughs) like for each person it's not like so impersonal but like it's an easy way to just say I appreciate that you are reaching out to me but right now this is my time and it let's just be real it's really unproductive to book online on your phone because by the time you communicate by the time (laughs) you give them your openings and then they get back to you maybe someone already booked it or or worst case scenario and this has happened to me you you get a com- reply don't back. complete the booking yes and then ah! someone and then they think they have so i just it's it's something that really is hard for me to deal with because i do love hearing from my clients and i do view them as friends but it is like if you're just talking you're only texting me to book an appointment like i love you as a client but um i I I will have to tell them I'm sorry if I ignored you. It has nothing to do with you. I love you. It's just that it's so overwhelming mm-hmm. when I have Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, text, you know, mm-hmm. I've all of the platforms and then I'm like, "Oh my gosh, who was it?" Like I used to keep a list on my phone of all the people I had to get in touch with on right. like when I started my week. And sometimes I do good at it and other times I don't. But I will always just wait until I'm right in front of the computer to do those bookings because. Yes, that's the easy because it's so hard to do on your phone. (laughs) But so I am the worst at. Oh, sorry. I am the worst at checking my professional Facebook page messages. 
because it sends out that automated message that's like thanks for messaging we try to be responsive as possible and I don't know how to take it off so I don't really get the notification and I am so awful at checking those messages same I know some once I replied to someone like a month later and I was like hey I'm so sorry but if you're still looking call the salon I'm so sorry yes yes and I I do like I, I always apologize I'm like it's not that I don't like you or care for you it's just mm-hmm. you know if I'm in the middle of cooking cleaning and trying to book an appointment one of those things are gonna fail like we as much as we think that we are multitaskers, we're not. We're not. People right. are not You can only do who... so many things. Yes. Well, so something is going to get put on the back burner. So what's the saying? Is it, it's like jack of all trades. Is it some master of none? Master of many is a master of none. There we go. Okay. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So you can try to do a million things at once but and it is the absolute worst when it when you are trying to book someone online while you're off work head's not in it and you forget to hit save appointment yes and someone shows up to your salon and you have already got and it's my fault so I have to make Mm -hmm. it work Mm-hmm. But but it's not fair because it's that, not we're fair not to anyone. To, <laughs> we're not made to be constantly working like that. So right. I, you know, and I have toyed with this idea, but I just don't want to come across as like I not caring to my clients. But yeah, because I, have toyed with I the hate idea. seeing Instagram bios that say no DMs. Yeah, right. Because it just and, I'm like, but ooh, yeah. So. Um, I am thinking about making like a video and I've said this for like <laughs> over a year now, but of a video, just explaining the booking process to our clients, like the podcast that we made, this is how you communicate with us. Kind of like that in the video to my clients, like this is the booking process. And then if people, if people are me- messaging me, I will just like copy and paste that video to them because then it's like yeah. a little bit more personal. You know what I mean? Be like, yeah. hey, thank you so much for reaching out. Here's a video explaining the booking process. But that would be, I'm, that's cute. Yeah. So I think I might do it. I just have to put in the time and do it. Time management again. Mm-hmm. So Hunter, do you have anything else to add about time management and our time in the salon? I am a huge time person. I, whenever I was a little kid, fun story. Here's a fun story about Hunter and how crazy he is. When I was like in high school, I would have alarms set on my phone for the tasks that I should be doing in order to get ready to leave (laughs) on time. So... I would have an alarm no to wake wonder up. It's so, no wonder it's so hurtful for you when people show <laughs> You've been doing this ever since you were a kid. <laughs> yes, I don't know, like, how it got into me like this. I just started to, it's anxiety, I guess. But, mm. so yeah, I would have a time to get up. I would have a timer that would go off when I should be brushing my teeth, when I should be in the shower, when I should be 
making my lunch when I should be walking out the door at the gas station. Wow. And so I love organizing timed things like appointments. Wow, you're so perfect for this job. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I just understand why it's making so much more sense why you are hurt when people do like are late time after time. Right. And I'm the person that, no, I'm the person that is there an hour early so that I can sit in my car and watch TikTok or scroll through social media and walk in and offer help. Mm -hmm. Like, and I have just always been that way since I was a little kid. I've always been that little helper guy, the like rushing my mom out the door. We need Mm -hmm. to be there. So time is, I don't know. Time has just always been a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. Did we just uncover some sort of like. (laughs) No, you know, I think it's really, this is what I was (laughs) thinking. I was I really love that you expressed your relationship with time because I am kind of that way, but also I can be late. I guess it depends on what it is. Like, what is it that I am? If people are like, you have to be here at time, I will be there on time. Like if there's like some pressure, Mm -hmm. like, or a little bit of anxiety put on you, like, please be here on time. I will absolutely, (laughs) exactly like you, I'll be there. Like, ahead of time but if it's you like said maybe chill, not an hour early maybe not an hour I was gonna say maybe like 20-30 minutes but I also if it's like something chill if I feel comfortable if I feel like it's I do I will usually get there on time but I time management is a little bit more relaxed for me mm-hmm. but it is an interesting thing to remember that everyone has a different relationship with time everyone and yes Typically, you you can people like to say like cold cultures have more rigid time schedules and warm cultures have more relaxed time schedules. So that is interesting. I feel like maybe that's true for maybe like New York, Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you travel the world, say you go to Switzerland or um, Germany, they are very rigid with their time. It is concrete. You show up on time. But if you go to South America or like a lot of Middle Eastern cult- cultures, it's very normal to just, you say, this is the time that this event is starting. It's very normal for people to roll in like ha- late, even hours really? late. Yes. And there's a beauty hours. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And that's normal. Or people cancel. Yeah. It's normal and maybe not for an hours, but you know what? I don't know. I'm not an expert on everyone's culture. So that is true. That is I've, true. Um, but it could be normal, but it's, it, everyone's normal is different. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is a good way to kind Look of Look at you being so woke, Miss <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> well, and then you also, okay, in counseling, like if you are in a couples counseling, that is one of the number one things I talk about is how to respect each other's time. And usually in a relationship, one person is a timekeeper and one is the time like that slate. Is that mm-hmm. how it is with you? Yeah. yeah, actually. Yeah. Is it a source of like, like 
arguing sometimes or content? No, because he, Bradley is never late to anything. If anything, he is on time. So I'm cool with it. Okay, good. But you're yeah. so far the other way that you feel like there's a big difference, even though he is. Oh, I'm time. I'm ready hours before him, mm-hmm. always. So that's. I think it's just good to remember that everyone has a different normal. Everyone comes mm-hmm. from a different culture, and like respect people's time, respect that culture, and yeah, move forward. We yeah. all are we all are living in each other's worlds and trying to understand and yeah. Yeah. I want to just kind of tiptoe back for a little second. We were talking about social media earlier. Like we kind of touched on it at least. And this is my poor attempt at a segue, but we have a very close friend of ours. His name is Dallin Flint. He is an absolutely amazingly talented individual he is is a freelance educator brand ambassador award-winning stylist he has an award-winning salon uh, called house of flint in utah and he was recently hacked so he lost all of his following on instagram all of his following on all social media which is a big deal because it's and a he big had a, time investment for social media. Yes, to just yes. Have and that he, lost. So, if you were listening to this, go give our friend Dallin a follow on Instagram. He is at Dallin. That's D A L L A N X H O F. Yeah, that's and that's a good reminder. Definitely follow him. He's amazing. And mm-hmm. really funny and talented. Great personality <laughs> all around. Ab- absolutely hilarious human. He's from Hawaii. So, He's traveled the world. He's awesome. Um, but that's a good reminder. Um, the hackers are on the loose and it's scary. So uh, knock on wood that we don't get hacked. Yes. <laughs> Hunter's like knocking on his head. <laughs> it's the Torian Um, and me I have a hard head um there's some tips that you can do so change your passwords and then utilize two two ways of authentication two-way factor authentication what does that mean it's an explain it it's an option on your yeah it's an option on your security settings in your social media so if you just go to your settings go to security and privacy if the list that she's reading off it will all be under security and privacy okay yeah and back up your content on your phone and your computer so those were tips that were given to us and Mm -hmm. I need to still do that because I do not (laughs) want to get hacked even though (laughs) If you guys follow me on Instagram, it's a work in progress. <laughs> We're going to get her to post more, guys. We're going to get her to post more. It's a work in progress. It's right back to time. I If I like it and I'm inspired by the post, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like having to do it. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. So anyways, last week, last week we introduced a new, se- a, a new segment mm-hmm. with the hair myth and facts today i have found a question instead of a myth 
What is your question? So I need to phrase it in my mind really quick. 97% of the population has a certain hair color. Only 2% and 1% make up the rest. Truth. Okay. The 97, let's see if I can get it right. The 97% is, I would say below a level six, Mm -hmm. six and below. Black is the most common hair color. Yeah. Black. Mm -hmm. And the 2% is probably a seven and above blonde. Only 2% of the population are blonde. Blonde is. And then 1% would be our precious redheads. Yes. And I have a fun fact about redheads. I love redhead facts. So do you know why only 1% of the population of the world is redheaded? Does it have to do with the fact that they have pheomelanin? No, it does not. They're mutants? No, there, and I'm probably going to cut this out just because I don't know if it's completely true, but I read <laughs> it on the internet. So you can always it come back. Next has week. to be true. Yeah, I can always come back. There was like this mass genocide of redheads because they thought that they were witches. They thought oh that they gosh. had evil powers. So it was like That's if you horrible. were born redheaded, they would like immediately kill you. Oh. We should actually do some research on redheads because I feel like there's very interesting history and some dark history with redheads. Yeah. At, why at next episode? Why not? Yeah. Wow. Literally next episode. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. It down. It, what yeah. about bougie, bougie on a budget and redheads? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Break Room Banter, a hairstylist adjacent podcast. If you're listening on your favorite podcast app, please leave us a five-star review and let us know how we're doing. That helps us get noticed by other people on all of these podcasting apps. And if you're listening on to us on YouTube, leave a comment. And I saw someone else do this, so I think I'm going to try it. If you made it this far in the podcast and you're listening on YouTube or if you're listening on your favorite podcasting app, go to our YouTube channel and leave this secret word. And this week's word is basket. Baskets. <laughs> So if you made it this far into our podcast, go to our YouTube channel, Break Room Banter Podcast, and leave the comment, basket. Basket. Yes. Uh, I Follow me on Instagram. My username is at Herricks Hunter. Our podcast Instagram is at Break Room Banter Pod. And I'm Hair. Anna.shrhair. And please comment and DM us. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. If you have any thoughts 
or input on being a redhead or cool facts about being redhead or how are you bougie on a budget, let us know. Yes. All right. And until next week, this has been another episode of The Break Room Banter. Bye. Bye.